Welcome everybody to the second episode of the Regular Wrestling Review. I'm Andrew Vindelis, music director here at ECCW, accompanied by the general manager himself, Mr. Taylor Yates. Taylor, how you doing? I'm doing great, Andrew. How you doing? Dude, I've been great. Some great wrestling on as well, and I want to talk about that before we get into our match. But uh, Taylor, you've had an interesting week. That's all I got to say. <laughs> That is that is uh, for certain. I have definitely had an interesting week on the. Uh, if you if you follow me on Twitter, you'll you'll get it. But but all the more yeah. reason to follow you on Twitter. I won't give anything mm-hmm. away. I won't uh, give out a spoiler or anything. But follow Tay because he's got some interesting shit going on there. And it's personally, I I love when he's just dragging people on Twitter. Uh, no fucks given from what I've seen. Taylor, how do you how do you feel just having to bring out this ferocity on Twitter on almost a daily basis? Has Look, to be taxing, doesn't it? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And being <laughs> being dead serious here for for a second, people like think that like I, I just like troll or something. I was like, no, I, I just tell it like it is. And yeah, yeah. because a lot of people in wrestling don't do that. They they got their they got their biases, they got their one promotion they like more than the other, or whatever it might be. And I don't, I won't stand for that. I won't stand Fair. for that. I also won't stand for people who uh, put other people down uh, based on their race or religion or hmm. sexuality, whatever it might be. Um, as so as it don't let should those things not even have to be mentioned, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, so we um, don't let those things fly over on at Tay Redacted. So. At Tay Redacted. We love to see it. But before we get started with this second episode here hmm. at RWR, this episode is brought to you by Vision Dent Repair. If you're in Raleigh and you need a dent, scratch, or ding taken out, or if you need your headlights restored, call Turbo at 1-919-810-7483 or visit visiondentrepair.com. Taylor, let's get right into it, but this week we had some awesome wrestling, Dynamite NXT. Everyone wants us to talk about Dynamite, but first, hold, hold up, everybody. Let's get through NXT Taylor, the floor is yours. Uh, it was an interesting episode of NXT this week. Um, we saw the return of the Grizzled Young Vets to NXT Tag mm-hmm. Team Competition. Very, very excited for them to be, looks like, permanently joining the American NXT brand. Move to Orlando, uh, think, baby. Yeah, I think they are arguably the brightest uh, young tag team in WWE. Zach Gibson is unmatched on promos, and I'm that is something I would put up against anyone. I think he mm-hmm. genuinely has potential, arguably the best promo in the business. He's, he is that good. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm super excited to see them and see that tag team division needs a bit of energy. Yeah, so it needed a shot one, in the arm. Yeah, so hopefully the Grizzled Young Vets can can be that energy. We also saw a, uh, a ladder match for yeah. the advantage in the women's War Games match. Um, I wasn't too high up on it. I, I didn't think it was a great match compared to the unbelievable uh, ladder match we saw between Kyle O'Reilly uh, and Pete Dunne last week. I, I think that the decision to put Raquel uh, Gonzalez in that position probably wasn't the best. I think she's the least experienced of her team. Um, and I get that they want her to be you know, a big the big powerhouse heel female coming up. And I think that she does a great job mm-hmm. in that role, but I didn't think that match uh, suited her very well. Um, but we did get the reveal that Io Shirai, the NXT women's champion will be the fourth member. Dude, she of, fucking rules. 
She does. She e- does. Io so. Shirai and Hikaru Shida, both both women's champions right now, fucking mm-hmm. rule, dude. Absolutely. And, you know me. Uh, uh, you know the AEW women's division not necessarily as good as yeah, the NXT division or WWE in general. But the champions that represent both shows, you couldn't ask for better. Maybe better I, I, from AEW, but you know. I agree. And as someone I who think, loves AEW and WWE, I'm saying, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're 100 percent right. It's from a with good that. place. Um, but yeah, I, I think that the I think both War Games matches are going to be. Phenomenal, and I'm also yeah. looking forward to. Uh, I think this is going to be a sleeper match, and it's going to deliver. Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis. I think Burlington two, boy Cameron Grimes. The, yep, saw him wrestle many times at CWF Mid Atlantic while I was at Elon. RIP. Um, yeah, RIP. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think they both have phenomenal characters. They they gel really really well together because they are both very over the top. But they're yeah. at opposite ends of the spectrum of you their got goofy being over the top. And like stone cold killer, you know? Like yeah. Literally yeah. Dexter, we all know. Yeah. But. So I think I think that match is gonna be is going to deliver on Saturday. So I'm yeah. very excited. You and when I say through, uh, and when I say goofy, Taylor, I'm not saying like a personality trait. I'm saying Cameron Grimes actually sounds like goofy. Yes. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> and it's funny knowing how he was in CWF as mm-hmm. he was like a technical wizard, very Trevor kind of just yeah. He was Trevor Lee. He was he was not like he wasn't the character really. He was just kind of himself and a very very talented technical wrestler, which he still is in NXT. Uh-huh. Um, but now like he's doing this big over the top character and he does it so well. So he added a little bit I'm of spice. For those things. Yep. Dude, Pat McAfee. I know we talked about it the other time. I think, but dude, I personally think he is born to be a pro wrestler. And this promo that he cut was one of the mm-hmm. things I got to watch. And it's just been week after week when he shows up on TV in Orlando. I I just love how he fits in. I think he just fits right into the NXT brand and stuff. And this four game War Games match, I'm actually excited to see him compete in. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I think I might have said it last week, uh, but I, I said he has no business being as good as he is. No, both not at in all. the ring, in the ring, and on the mic. Like he's truly just a natural, and it's it's kind of scary how good he is. And I like to say um, on my Twitter, hold on, I'm going to try to find this real quick. Um, I said on October 21st of 2020. Uh, that Pat McAfee was going to jump off the War Games cage. Holy Remember shit. this tweet. So you got till Sunday, people. So no, Saturday, I think. Saturday right? or su- I think it's Sunday. I'm pretty sure. Oh, if it's Sunday, I need to move some this things weekend but on the WWE Network. This weekend, but but I so remember that tweet. He's he's either moonsaulting or jumping off of it in some way. He's going off the top of the cage. So remember it onto it a here. giant pile of the NXT roster. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I am all here for that. I will be very sports entertained. I will as well. All right, Taylor, take anything us through, else from uh, NXT? Yeah, oh, Dynamite. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm not going to go as in-depth as you are, but I'm going to point out some highlights of it. Uh, I actually didn't mind the Battle Royal. I liked it. What they call the di- uh, the Dynamite Diamond Battle mm-hmm. Royal. Um, I don't really know what they're doing with weird kind of heel Matt Hardy. That's one thing yeah, I noticed yeah. from the match. I, I I said I pointed this out on Twitter. Um, like private party recently. still faces, but like what? yeah, like I pointed out that it was 
like you had the you know Matt Hardy, you had the um the was it the Elite Deletion? Is that what it was called? Or, yeah, or was, what was yeah. the one he had with? I think with it was Elite Kamara? Deletion. Is that what it was called? There've um, been so many at this point. And then you just suddenly, okay. without warning, transitioned into this completely new character. Yeah, he's no like ROH. I think he's ROH and, Matt now. Yeah, and it was. It was I, I don't. <laughs> apparently, if you like watch some web stuff. That you would understand why he's done this. Yeah, his YouTube series. Make sense. I they, think I don't watch it. Yeah, they literally transitioned from like deletion Hardy uh-huh. into the, they they showed a recap of Elite Deletion and a promo of this new Hardy on the same Dynamite a, a couple weeks ago, and it's just it's very confusing. But what for, bothers me the most, for your fans. what bothers me the most, is that he fucking eliminated Hangman Page. <laughs> why? Well, I don't get it, dude. I'm sure there's something to do with the Dark Order. The Dark there. Order, that's true. I'm, I'm interested to see how I that I do develops, like that. I but, really do. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm being patient with that. But anyways, in the end, it ends up being Orange Cassidy was thrown under the middle rope or under the bottom rope, I think, by like Kip Sabian after getting yeah. eliminated. Him and Miro beat him down. And the inner circle just completely clear house, and it's just Jungle Boy left against Wardlow, MJF, and Sammy Guevara. And... Somehow in the fray, MJF and Sammy Guevara have a miscommunication towards the end, and it ends up being MJF and Wardlow, and then Orange Cassidy sneaks back into the ring, hits Wardlow with a couple of orange punches, throws his big ass over the top rope, and next week on Dynamite, it is going to be MJF and Orange Cassidy for that Dynamite Diamond ring. I, I am very excited MJF and uh, Orange Cassidy, I believe, have brushed shoulders in the past in AEW, but this is going to be a really uh, intriguing match, if anything, I think. Oh, yeah. I 100% agree. Um, two amazing characters yet again uh, meeting. And, yeah, I, I, I think it'll be a great match. I, I think mm-hmm. Orange with the, with the diamond, diamond ring would be really funny. Just like this, Holy shit, this, dude. this ring that they use to punch people, and then he probably just like... Throws in the garbage or something. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, I, I, yeah. It's the gonna be opportunities good are endless there. Um, a couple other things happen, but obviously the one thing we have to talk about before the main event, Sting returned to AE. He he returned to TNT for the first time in 19 years, but he debuted in AEW. Dude, when I saw the snow thing, I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was Glacier. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, okay, and then, and then I heard like, ow, and I was like, oh shit, you know. But um, I was, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I like Sting. I am very excited to see him in AEW. If he's um not a manager or in like a tag match, I don't know what else you do with him. You know, yeah. if that makes any sense, Taylor, I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, uh, obviously. I was, I, I was debating this with my friend Brad, our, our friend Brad, yes. uh, earlier today. I should clarify. Hey, Brad, how you doing? Breaking the fourth wall. Anyway, <laughs> Taylor. I obviously uh, got chills during, during the uh, return slash debut. Oh, yeah. Um, always loved the Sting character. Um, and, yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat of I don't know what they do with him uh-huh. because I, I don't want to see him wrestle. I'm just going to say it. I don't want to see him wrestle. Fair. Because he almost got paralyzed last time he wrestled. 
Granted, it was kind of Seth Rollins' fault. Well, to play you, devil's but... advocate, Edge had the same thing and got the spinal stenosis surgery. So I don't know if Sting did too, but I'm not a doctor and I'm not like Sean Ross Sapp, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> we, this yeah, is the regular wrestling review. <laughs> yeah. No scoops here. No, we we don't have. Maybe one day we'll get scoops. We're the anti scoop for now, but that'd be great to get scoops. What if we, we what if we got to that level? Well, then but, we uh, sold anyways, out. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, I yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see what they do. Um, I looked like I I had the same thought as someone else on Twitter that when he was looking at Darby Allen, it was like he was looking at his son. So dude, I was, dude, I loved that. I absolutely yeah. loved that. And the camera angle, shout out to whoever directed it slash, slash you know, shot mm-hmm. that shot. Perfect job there. Um, I was talking to my brother while watching Dynamite. I think we were playing Madden or something. And um, we were talking about Sting because I was talking about, oh, Jericho was on Dynamite. And my brother's favorite quote that he's ever said to me about wrestling, he was watching Dynamite and goes, Chris Jericho's beat, man. Because <laughs> the last time he watched it was like in 07 with the Save Us Y2J stuff. So we were talking about like wrestlers with t-shirts like later on in their career. And I was telling him like, yeah, you know, some people just do that. And I was talking about Sting in TNA. Like, you know, when he was with Bully Ray and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. lo and behold, 20 minutes later, after Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Darby Allen, and Cody Rhodes have their match, fucking Sting shows up. I love that, dude. It, it made me pop like a little kid. And while I'm cautious overall, like, I don't know how anyone can be, like, mad at this, you know? Yeah. You'd yeah, be a little I mean, insane if you were like, oh, why oh, the no, fuck I, I can't imagine. Oh, you know? I don't think anyone was. I hope um, not. <laughs> to be fair. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think the past few weeks with how they've been playing – Darby, you know, sitting up in the rafters yeah. kind of thing. People have been always already comparing him uh, and his, you know, uh, how that behavior to Sting. Well, if you um, listen to the so, Deadlock podcast, they they often say I'm Sting about Darby to his <laughs> theme. So he is Sting <laughs> to them. Uh, either way, though, Taylor, I didn't mean to interrupt your train of thought there, but I I had to you know give the boys a shout. <laughs> no, no, all good. Um, yeah, I, I think they could go down that direction of having him be a the legend manager for for Darby, as they seem to have a lot of legends as could, as managers. I think I think a lot of this modern trend started in Lucha Underground when Conan managed uh, Prince Puma, and mm-hmm. he kind of knocked the role out of the park. But like, either way, AEW has had a good track record of like having legends come in and actually do shit that benefits the talent. Yeah. As opposed to just taking the spotlight. That's why I say I'm more cautiously optimistic than cautious. And he's cutting a promo next week. So who the fuck knows what's going to happen, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. But you were almost 15 minutes in, so we'll go over the main event and then we're going to watch this main event uh, from dynamite. I think, yeah, but I'll talk more about that. We had an audible in what we're going to watch, but stay tuned. The main event of Winter is Coming, John Moxley and Kenny Omega. John Moxley cut a fiery promo again backstage. I will never complain about those, even if he doesn't have the belt. But um, I thought the match was really good. I did. Um, I, I really liked the finish of it the most, dude. I, I thought something might have been fishy when I saw Don Callis come out for commentary. But um, 
Either way, if you didn't watch the match, I won't spoil it all for you. But if you don't want spoilers, just skip ahead to like a minute. But go back and watch this fucking match either way, I think. The end of the match, it looked like they were going to kind of do like a double turn with Mox and Kenny, I thought. Because Mox went on the outside and Kenny's eye was all swollen and messed up. And he kept hammering away. And you could hear Don Callis saying, oh my god, he's hurt. I gotta go check on him. That's my best Don Callis <laughs> impression. But um, he goes, he's like, oh, he's hurt. Stop, this, stop, stop, he's hurt. And Moxley goes over to the apron. Dex Callis gets back in the ring. Callis had dropped a microphone that lands near Kenny Omega, and Kenny Omega nails John Moxley in the dome with the microphone to the best oversell of a microphone that I've ever heard by Tony Schiavone. Quote, what about the, Ken- uh, the, what about the gentleman's agreement, Kenny? What about <laughs> it? And during, I watched the post show, and I actually commented that a good five times, hoping Tony would see it, but he didn't. Um, either way, after that, Kenny just hit an absurd that was this was one thing just hit an absurd amount of V triggers on Moxley. I was like he's dead. Picked him up for the one winged angel. One, two, three. Hand raised. Don Callis pops up. He's like we got a fucking bolt, dude. They run out. Tony Khan is trying to look like he yells at him, but he's secretly marking out, but not so secretly. <laughs> God bless you, Tony Khan. But um. Anyways, run. They run back. They run out. Uh, the roster members are booing them. They get. They get to the limo, and Alex Marvez is there, and he goes, "What? What? What happened, guys? What about it?" And Don Callis said, "Well, you're gonna have to find out on Tuesday." And Marvez goes, "What? Dynamite's on Wednesday." And Callis goes, "On Impact." And I, for one. For the first time since like 2012, I'm going to watch Impact Wrestling on Tuesday. I don't know about you, Taylor. What do you think? What did you think of the main event? Um, I was uh, less energetic than you fair, are. Fair, fair. Um, I, um, I kind of didn't like it for the things that you did like. Um, I thought they've kind of just not been committing to Kenny being a heel. And that's a problem because the fans want to cheer him because he's Kenny Omega. But his character is undeniably a heel. Oh, absolutely. And like you were saying, at the end of the match... It, like Moxley was doing heel things by like trying to drag him back in while they were helping him. While and I like then, that, it did confuse me. I have to say. And then Omega yeah. did heel things <laughs> when he hit him with the microphone. Yeah, broke the gentleman's agreement. Like, yeah. So and then fucking gentleman's with, agreement, Kylie. Yeah, <laughs> runs off with Don Callis, um, who I I love Don Callis. Don I loved Callis him when he was awesome. in NJPW. I love his commentary. He's I followed his commentary and, quote account. I don't know about you, but uh, way oh, back. Oh, I don't in know the if day. I follow that, but uh, um, old. but it's just I was not I was just I left I was left kind of I was left confused um uh it's just it was it felt rushed yeah it felt like they were like oh we got to do a lot of things right now and rather than having them maybe play out they just kind of did them all at the end Mm. and like like rather than just mox going in and like swiping at him a few times you know maybe build that a little more or something yeah or just you know, I feel like you could have built this. 
I don't know. I, I feel yeah. like it could have been done differently. Okay. Um, and I personally, that. personally, um, nothing could get me to watch Impact Wrestling. <laughs> Fair. Uh, no Fair. offense to Impact. I just, you know, I'm not interested. Um, so I will have to watch the reviews. Well, maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe next week. Maybe next week I'll bring you the Impact review. <laughs> maybe, maybe I see on Twitter that it's happening, and then I just flip over. But I, it's just, no, I'm all, I, I love when wrestling companies cooperate. And I love when we see guys from one company working in another one. Um, I've always been hopeful, even though some people said don't, don't want it. I've always been hopeful that NJPW and AEW would start working together. Um, but I don't understand why we thought impact was needed. Like, I yeah. just... Someone said, someone brought up uh, how people were talking about, like, this is going to be a wrestling super alliance that takes down WWE. And it's like, really? I think you can't say Impact Wrestling and Wrestling mm-hmm. Super Alliance in the same sentence without them kind of canceling each other out, you know? Yeah, I get that. But, you know, and that's the thing about um, wrestling, regular wrestling review. We're allowed to agree to disagree, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a beautiful thing because, like, as long as you like what you like and you don't be a fucking dick, you know, that's all that yeah, matters, Taylor. Exactly. I cannot wait to get into this match we're talking about, Taylor, because it is an exciting one. We mentioned it on episode one. It is Kazuchika Okada versus Kenny Omega, the newly crowned AEW World Heavyweight Champion. But it is not your mama's ordinary Kazuchika Okada, Kenny Omega match. No, sir, Taylor. Tell the people what they got in store for him here. Yes, tonight we will not be watching the famous Wrestle Kingdom match. We will not be watching the 90-minute Dominion Classic. No, we will be watching their 30-minute sprint from the B-Block finals of G1 2017. I think that is G1 27. Um, Yep. Personally, it is my favorite of the three matches. Because it gives us something different. Uh, you know, the, the others are these long, drawn-out epics of a match. And this one is, I mean, 30-minute time limit. So very quick, everything happens. Um, it's a sprint. It is truly a sprint, which sounds weird to say for a 30-minute match. But it is a 30-minute sprint, and it is phenomenal. It is so weird. I'm very excited to review it. It is weird to hear the words 30 minute and sprint be used in the same exact <laughs> sentence, consequently after each other, nevertheless. But mm-hmm. um, when talking about Okada and Omega, you hit the nail on the head, especially this match. I watched it back in 2017 when I was a mere, 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 mere freshman in college at Elon or alma mater. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am excited to rewatch it with pretty much fresh eyes. I know the finish, but this is for everyone who is going to be joining in on New Japan World, if you have New Japan World, or if you just want to listen along, feel the match, envision it in your head, play it on 2K along with it. (laughs) Play the spots along with us, people. Let's do it. But uh, we are looking at the G1 Climax 27, as Taylor said, August 12, 2017, Tokyo. Rigoku as well. The B-Block Final, Kazuchika Okada and Kenny Omega. We are starting it from 20 seconds in. So hit that little forward 10-second button you see just next to the play button. Go to 20 seconds, and Taylor, I just got one, one question for you. In the words of DX, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. All right. 
Beer in hand, ready to watch this match in three, two, one, go. Kevin Kelly, Steve Carino on commentary. No, I think that's not, that was for the, uh, that's not for this match. Oh, for this match, it's Kelly and Callis on this? No, Rock. Oh my God, the dream team. The dream team. Let's go. We had a backup plan of uh, Naito Omega, just in case this didn't work. And another one that maybe we'll, we'll save for another day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, y'all have no idea what we've gone through to just get to this match. But we recorded that, that uh, the Dynamite and NXT reviews, and everything was going great. And then everything fell apart for like an hour. So but now, now we get here. to enjoy. Oh, Kenny was U.S. champion during this. Yes, the U.S. belt. Kenny Omega, much like I said in, in the match we were going to review, very much on the cycle here. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking mm -hmm. about an elliptical. <laughs> I had to, Taylor. I had to. <laughs> I, you know what? They got to do what they got to do. I actually really like the design of the IWD, uh, IWGP US belt. Oh, yeah. It's, I think it's a beautiful belt. I wish it was, uh, like, you know, used. I think is it, honestly is John Moxley still the U.S. champion? Yes, and he's facing Kenta at Wrestle Kingdom. Winning the tournament, Even though Tony Khan has said that he is not going to Wrestle Kingdom. Well, Kenta keeps calling him out for it. Yeah, I, I've heard that there's some something's gonna go down. I don't I don't know how it's gonna work, but uh, me neither, man. But I'm along for the ride, you know. Yeah. If we get a Wrestle Kingdom, I'll be happy. Hey, we're, well, I, I know we're getting a Wrestle Kingdom. We're getting two nights of it as well. So Yeah. Uh, is, I have to pick, uh, have to decide which nights I will stay up all night for. Because ever since they've gone to two nights, I can't do two nights in a row. Uh, Did you do it for WrestleMania? Well, WrestleMania isn't at three in the morning. Well, fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I mean... I'll end up watching both shows. I just only watch you just one can't of stay them live. I usually just try to bare my head, avoid Twitter, and watch. Like, next thing or, you know, next chance I get. Dude, want to talk about Amazing Themes? Okada's theme is freaking awesome. Oh, a, a classic of wrestling. God-tier theme right there. Another company that rarely misses with their themes, New Japan. I got, got a bunch of them on my Spotify. They got former Megadeth guitarist Marty Friedman, who played Tanahashi out to the ring at one Wrestle Kingdom. I did not know that. It's pretty awesome. Look that up on YouTube. It's freaking awesome. I will. I'll have Mar to. Marty Friedman's amazing. He's from Maryland, too. So. <laughs> Fucking love the ring announcer, too, dude. Frosted gray tips Kenny Omega. He sits at 13 points, six one and one. If Okada wins, he sets a G1 record, 15 points. Nobody's done it. No one sets up a match like Kevin Kelly. No, no, he's really awesome at what he does. I would argue that he's the best commentator in the business. Really. I, I think you can make that argument. Maybe not anymore. Maybe not anymore. I think, I don't really I think a few years ago he was. 
When he was double dutying Ring of Honor in New Japan, nobody could touch him. And then Rich Abani came in, and he's all right. I think he has to fight his fight. And this crowd is electric, getting to see the third in the Trinity. I'm a sucker for Shivani, dude. He's he's been on lately. Shivani's still got it, and Shivani has still been like killing it on TNT. And like I've watched old Dynamites, and Tony's like just an older version of that commentator, you know. So mm -hmm. I gotta give my hat. I gotta tip my hat to Shivani. Wait, this is the third match of the trio. I thought this was the second. Or this, yeah, I thought this, this is was the second. I thought. Yeah, 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 because Dominion was 2018, wasn't it? Hold on, hold on. Let's yeah, Dominion was 2018. This is number two. Well, didn't, did Don Callis just say it was a third? I hope. Wait, wait. Wait. <laughs> My whole reality is just shaking. Am I having like a, a Mandela effect moment right now? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Are we? <laughs> oh, the dragon suplex. Love when Kenny does that. See, but this is the sprint I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. How they just came out firing. I love Kevin Kelly's call, dude. If anyone busts out a V-Trigger in ALW or ECCW, I'm... I'm Dude, like just perfect livery. Yeah. Sat back up in the corner. Drop kick. Oh, you want Great to talk drop about kick. beautiful drop drop kicks, dude? We we did in the deleted tapes. Yeah. In the in the lost in the lost match that we will never see the light of day. But I was saying Okada's got a beautiful drop kick and uh, Carl Fredericks, up and comer in New Japan. Yeah, man. I think he he's got a he has I think he might be the best in the world. It's the sexiest thing. Ziggler has a good drop kick too, and Randy Orton. What was wrong with Okada at this time? Why is his shoulder all taped up? I think he'd been getting uh, beat his neck. Uh, they were running his uh, neck being injured for like the entire G1. Because you know how they always do that in G1s? They always do a long-term like, angle where someone's fucking hurt. Like body part is hurt for the entire tournament. And then they have to sell it in every single match. They did Mox's arm last year or something, I think, mm -hmm. when he was in it. Because he was, like, tearing shit up, and they're like, oh, he's hurt, and he started losing. <laughs> Beautiful. Dude, Love the Okada crossbody to be outside. He makes it look easy. Okada, mm -hmm. dog, like... He is a next-level athlete. If anyone ever... Like, if anyone was like, Okada's the GOAT, I would not dispute them. Because that, that in my opinion, at this point in his career, like, you know, we're past the two-year title reign at this point. Mm -hmm. And I, I think Okada really is up there. So I would not blame anybody for picking them as their number one. I haven't seen the match with him and Shibata. I don't know Ooh, about Okada? you. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the match the where match. Shibata gets hurt? Just, yeah. Because I heard it was it's, a hell of a fucking match, too. Oh, it's an insane match. I mean, it's just, you know, infamous yeah. for nearly killing Shibata. I don't know if we'll watch that on the podcast, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't really want to condone watching people get injured. 
Yeah, that was I mean, like any sane person would, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean that was the discussion around the match. Oh, here when we it go. Happened, is that every pundit in the world was like, "This is the best match, you know, in a very long time." And you're like, and "Yeah, but someone was like, died. hey, the guy almost died. Why are we like praising this?" So, I don't think I want to get involved in that. Yeah, discourse. and and his career is over, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Like I never got to enjoy Shibata. Yeah. Which, which really I got a sucks. very limited taste. Because I heard, I heard so many good things about him. We might have to go back and find a, a different Shibata match. Yeah, too, man. Shibata's lined up with a bunch of the greats. So mm-hmm. definitely no shortage of his catalog. Dude, I remember just being around for all this stuff with Omega and Okada, and like it did feel different exactly. at the time. This is exactly the momentum shift that Omega needs. Oh. Right to the neck. Got to work the neck. I want to see what kind of Don Callis gems we'll get on commentary. Oh, okay. I'm I'm looking at a chronology of the Omega Okada matches. Okay. I had thought that there were three, but I was wrong. There are four. There oh my god, why does everyone say it's Then, there is a 2016 Dominion match that is not the two out of three falls match. Huh. That, frankly, I don't remember the ending of. Was that the first time they've ever wrestled? What? That that first no, no, match? No, because Wrestle Kingdom 11 was, was 2016. Oh my god, I thought it was 2017. Never mind. No, no that was 2016, so yep. then they faced off in Dominion 2016. And then this match... Uh, at in August 2017, and then uh, and then Dominion, the Dominion match. I do I do not remember them facing off at Dominion in 2016. I I did not either. So hey, maybe oh my we'll come god, back to that one yeah, because everyone's like the trilogy, the trilogy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we missed one there, Taylor. Damn. Yeah, I'm shocked we missed one. Yeah, same here, dude. You can tell I'm a real New Japan aficionado. You're a power of Omega carrying the bigger man all the way across the Ow. Backbreaker. Two. Okada kicks out sound because that's not only affecting the lower back. But the whiplash. Oof, those kicks to the back. Jesus. That, that right kick. And you see him focusing on the neck, running with that, but they've done the whole, whole tournament. Ow. Chop across the chest that puts Okada's shoulders down. Kicks out emphatically at two. The champion is defiant, but Omega is dominating him at this point in the match. Gato rallying the troops. I think this is the slowest part of the whole match. And we still got like 20 minutes. Yeah, that's saying something. I didn't see Gato there in the corner either. He was with Okada all the time, wasn't he? Yeah, in the good old days. Yeah, man. Pre him joining Bullet Club. I think everybody's got money on this. Well, at least you're honest. And Kenny was still in Bullet Club at this point, right? Yeah, he was very much in Bullet Club at this point. Yes, and I think he was the leader. Dang. G1 Climax 27, the winner to face Tetsuya Naito. Straightening out the leg of that six foot four inch frame. And then the next year was all the descent with Cody, right? 
all that stuff. Uh, a, is it after the final after that Dominion. ensues from this? Oh! I don't remember, actually. We'll find out. I do my timeline. I, I don't understand how that, things Yeah, that era of New Japan anymore. was like a fever dream, dude. So many dream matches, like a lot of good yeah. shit coming out of New Japan at that point. And just in general, my timeline right now, just from existing in the year 2020, I don't remember how other years worked. So yeah, I think that things that happened in 2018, they were actually in 2016. I mean, you oh thought Wrestle Kingdom 11 was in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was we, a year we don't behind. Know. This is, there's a reason this is called the regular wrestling review. We are, we are not experts. experts. No. We are just people who like wrestling and don't know when it happens. We just know it was good. Oh, yeah, exactly. Neckbreaker of his own. Great counter by Okada. Even out the match. Even the score. Okada looks to become the first Okada's a rock star, dude. Yeah. I love Okada. That dude is like, he's in video games. Like normal video games in Japan. He's in uh, Yakuza. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I did not and, know uh, that. Tanahashi and Naito are, there might be one more, but they in, are in Yakuza. Oh, yeah. And Tanahashi's like... Was, yeah, and he's a god a there. Yeah, and so Liger like, was yeah. too back in the day. <laughs> like, talk about wrestling being larger than life back then. Or even yeah, now. Well, I mean, I, I think in general, just wrestling is far more of a pop culture thing in Japan than it is. Oh yeah. In America, it's it is in Japan what it was in America in the Attitude Era. Yeah, it's just more main, like more in line yeah. with mainstream for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would love to just like spend a month in Japan and like be able to watch like, new Japan shows, you know. Yeah, my my goal is to eventually make to have like a spend a New Year's in. Japan and go to Wrestle Kingdom. That would be, that's a dope plan right there. Yeah. Hopefully I can make that happen someday. Any ladies who want to go to Japan with Taylor? <laughs> Please. Please. Submit your resumes. You have to Submit your Tinder accounts. You have a month. Twitter. No, I'm kidding. DMs are open. Nothing scientific there. Oh, oh to the oh, Ow. Jesus Ow. Oh, he ripped Jesus off the tape, yeah. The Bucks can't even look at it. And now... Oh, no. Get it. Possibly him, Tombstone him, of his own. <laughs> I love how Don, Don at that point, is just openly rooting for Kenny. I mean, he does not all of them. Yeah, yeah, I love it. At, there's just a certain, like, breaking point. I feel like he was... A, during the Jericho match, I feel like... He's pretty he impartial. Split, yeah. yeah. Well, he also... Well, he also got... um. He did get co-breakered by Jericho. True. I was really hoping he would like take a bigger bump against when he, during the Moxley match, but he just like fell when Moxley pushed him. Oh yeah, and no. it looked really bad. <laughs> Grab the rope and just drop. <laughs> yeah. Rocky Romero is a really good commentator too. I actually like he him. He is. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Rapper, not so much. <laughs> Isn't that the most with like most athletes? <laughs> Rapper, eh? <laughs> Okada whipping out a flapjack. All right. He breaks out from time to time. Yeah, I love that. 
simple but very effective. You're just flopping them, flopping them on their face. That's a classic, classic move right there. Kenny looks like he actually feels a little hurt by that. Yeah. Oh, the tombstone. Hey, y'all. Ran into a little bit of a hiccup. But uh, giving y'all time to catch up. 1624 on New Japan World, and we're going to start in three, two, one. We don't call it the regular wrestling review for nothing, folks. We have our technical difficulties. We like to be candid about them. Hopefully, y'all understand. But we're balling on a budget, right, Taylor? That is, that is true, as we see just insane height on that drop kick from Okada. That's just. Oh, oh Poison dear. Rana! Oh dear. <laughs> that hurts. Ow. I would not want to take that bump. How do you, that's my thing. Like I wanna, next next time I actually get to make it to an ECCW show or any indie wrestling show where I get to talk to the wrestlers, like how do you take a Poison Rana? On the floor, no less. Oh, he landed on his leg. <laughs> Slam the back of your head into the freaking Pad. Or like a Canadian destroyer, dude. Like, holy shit. Red Shoes is going to wave this off, I think. We want to win, but we don't want to win like this. The kids are great Don Callis saying we. We'd love to see it. But I think he might be done, Rocky. Oh, no. oh another doctor checking on him. Oh, jeez. It's not good. No. Red Shoes is letting the referee... Red Shoes is letting the doctor... Red Shoes, top 10 ref of all time. Yeah, an icon of wrestling. Oh, yeah. And his son is a damn good wrestler. His son wrestles? Yeah, his, his, uh, his son is uh, Shota Umino. Remember when uh, Moxley took uh, Shooter under his wing? Yes, yes, yes. Like tag partners in yes. Japan for a while? Yeah, That's and his he's... Son. <laughs> really? That's him? Yeah. That shit ruled, dude. Yeah. Mox just dragging around this beat up kid. <laughs> yeah. I, I think We're going to be best pals, kid. Absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah, that is that is Red Shoes' son. Mox was really going nuts that summer in Japan, yes, wasn't he? Was. He? <laughs> he, was. he was. I got time before Dynamite Renee. I'm going to go ape shit in Japan and have death matches with Lance Archer. Oh, jeez. That dragon suplex, dude. That's a beautiful move, too. Yeah. I don't think he really uses it a ton anymore. Now the match is picking up, and this oh, is why yeah. you see me saying it's a my favorite. Too. Yeah, it's... That was so close. I kind of like how intimate it is, too, you know, mm -hmm. as opposed to the other two being in domes. Mm -hmm. This is in a hall, well, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Goku right? is... I mean... But it's less it's of a... Unmatched. Is it less of a... Yeah, how much of this is capacity compared to, you know, Dominion or... Where Dominion's held sometimes in Osaka. No, or, I, yeah, I mean, it's smaller, um, yeah. I, I think. Um, I can't but, tell, genuinely, though. It looks like a, an arena. It is more, yeah, it is more arena. Uh, 
because it's a sumo hall. Jesus, uh -huh. dude. <laughs> what do you think of Kenny's V-triggers? Love them. Yeah. Love them. You want a hot take? Buddy uh, Murphy's what, are Mandy, better. Mandy Rose is Whoa, is whoa, better. whoa, whoa, whoa. We're talking Mandy. <laughs> like, that's the GOAT, dude. <laughs> I'm saying Buddy Murphy's are better. Oh, yeah. Buddy Murphy, yeah, obviously. I, I would agree with that. That's and, and I'm not shitting on Kenny's. Kenny's V-Triggers no, are great. Kenny's the OG. The OG, yeah, yeah. You got the OG, and then you got the best. There's mm -hmm. two different lanes of respect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. Playing the uh, Okada being worn out from months, from a whole month of matches and being burnt out for He's his neck champ being too, damaged. Dog. You know, in kayfabe, like... If I were calling this match, and I'm not telling Jesus. Kelly Kelly Holly, but I'm sure he was. Like, you know, just. You say Kelly the, Kelly? Kelly Kelly. <laughs> Kevin Kelly. Yeah, oh my God, Kelly dude. Stop the damn match. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, like, like, dude, that's that's perfect. I love I love when announcers actually, like, try to build yeah. it, you know? Oh, oh, oh he it. blocked it. Like, dude, you would still get hit. How'd you block that shit? <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that during oh. the Moxley match, well, you still get hit. Exactly. I'm going to shut up now. Oh. Counters are just spectacular. Yeah, man. No words for that. See the Bucks out there trying not to smile? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love to see it. The crowd, electric, seem to be split. But I think Taylor, this is my first match on New Japan World. I'm excited that this is my <laughs> first one. Hopefully not my last. Yeah, I, oh, I, I think it's a good one. I think it's a good place to start. And there's, there's a lot you can go back to. I mean, so much history on this, uh, oh, yeah. on this site. I think one in recent memory I want to go back is uh, I want to go back and watch some more of the AJ Styles matches that he had in New Japan because I only I, caught. I, I would also like to do that. I have not <sighs> seen many of those. I think I think we we have an idea of one AJ Styles match that we'd like to cover. Yes, I think I think we've discussed it before, but we'll keep that. And it's one not under wraps. Nakamura. No, <laughs> we're not reviewing Nakamura. We're regular, but we're not basic. chop. <laughs> Okada just looks like he doesn't know where he's at at all. Yeah. He's a great seller, too. I know we talked about Sean and Taker last time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Okada's very good at, at looking just very out of it. But he can bring it back like this. Oh, and the crowd is just loving it, dude. Hit him with the crossbody. Oh, no, he went for the drop hit. Never mind. Dude, the freaking... Dude, either <laughs> or. Sell him that was insane. Look at his face, dog. You set him halfway across the ring. Oh, God. Like, even I'm chan, dog. <laughs> Shotgun, Shotgun drop kick. kick. That's one of my favorite moves, dude. Jinx. Jinx over Discord, shocked with the latency, too. <laughs> Woo! Hit him in the knee! Yeah! Oh. <laughs> drop There's kick. that drop kick. 
Kevin Kelly with a beautiful call there Not too. Only did he drop kick him in the face, but on the way down, he landed right on his face. Watch this, guys. The height is just insane. Yeah, man, he gets like to get horizontal at that height at what six feet. Yeah, how tall is Okada? Well, I was thinking Dead how tall is Omega because he's he's at he's at that height and he's horizontal. That's just wild. Rock bottom. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's a Uranagi driver. Is Jesus, insane. Dude. He just dropped him on his neck. One of my favorite moments of this entire match. That Uranagi. That Uranagi is just out of this world. Kenny looked like he was 300 pounds delivering that. Twenty down, ten to go. Oh, Kenny took that bump hard. Yeah. To try to make the cover. It's a cover. Is it enough to? No. And again, Omega kicks out of the Rainmaker. Great shot right there. Kenny loved kicking out of the Rainmaker because he did that. Yeah, because nobody else on the fucking roster could. I I wouldn't say that. I, I think it's one of the least <laughs> that protected. Time, um, yeah, maybe. I think it's become, I mean, now he uses that really awful submission. Um, has, yeah, I haven't watched a lot of recent Okada matches. He has a submission? Yeah, it's it's a, uh, it's the um, Cobra Clutch. Oh. It's just, it doesn't work. It just huh. doesn't work for him. I feel like Okada isn't a submission guy. Yeah, he has, uh, he has that leg submission, red ink, which is pretty good, but mm -hmm. like, but like the, the Cobra Clutch just shit. doesn't work with him. It always kills the energy when he's when he uses it. But mm. he's been using it nonetheless. This is, again, one of my favorite moves, that tombstone of his. Mm -hmm. He does like the corkscrew motion with it too. Yeah. Just makes it so much cooler. Is that Drew that's not Drew McIntyre beat Randy Orton. Oh jeez. Just ruined that Raymaker spot. Got him. <laughs> I think he did. Yeah, I, I, I think he With got the, him. Kaz. Can I call him Kaz? Or is, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm just gonna go that, with Okada. He, he would take that. No, I don't. Th I think he'd rainmaker me if I said that to him. <laughs> Great German. Yep. Held on. Oh. oh, that landing. Oh, my God. We got one more to go, brother. <laughs> oh, my God. He's maintained waist control. He'll try a third. Elbow from Okada. Okada has no idea even where he's at. He's fighting purely on instinct. Oh, oh another one. <laughs> Poison Rana. Oh, 
no, that could be it. This is the first New Japan match I watched in a while, dude. Forgot how good this shit was, man. New Japan's still good, don't get me wrong, but like this hit different. Yeah. Like, it, it, like I said, I would stay all days. Yeah, man. One winged angel. To my knowledge, nobody's ever kicked out of that, right? Kreutzrath. Kreutzrath, let's go. It's one of my favorite moves in all wrestling. The strength. He whipped that uh, out in the match against Moxley, dog. That's what they just. That's what they just said. Don Callis said he hadn't used that since last year. Like he really rarely uses that move. Really. And so yeah, we just we saw it against Moxley. That was a pretty big deal. I don't think they played it up enough. Oh my God, the drop kick. <laughs> And, and like I love it. I love Kenny Seller because he just shot halfway across the ring. Yeah. Number four? No. There's the rain trigger. The revolution knee. No, I'm kidding. Oh. That's a beautiful move too. If I had a finisher in wrestling, that would be it. Butterfly pile driver dog. Oh my god. That was a tiger driver. Yeah, tiger driver 98. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this uh, the pacing on this just is insane. At this, at this, oh my no, god. Oh god, yeah, dude. That's the best V trigger, either when it they're is. in the post or on the road. Here we go. Got him. An unbelievable match. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, man, I'm actually they were one in one, oh, in one. Okada was ahead heading into this. Dominion was the draw. Oh, they did That's that. what it was. I always thought this match was the draw. No. Kenny fucking won. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know the finish of this match, That's guys. Oh my I didn't god. I remember the first Dominion match because it was a draw. Dude, oh my god, we got I got swerved. I got swerved on the podcast. <laughs> Didn't we all? What the hell, man? Oh, and... We need to get a better research department. Yeah, because it's just us two right now. Anyways, <laughs> I have paused the match. I hope you guys enjoyed watching it with us. We're going to take some time. Taylor, dude, after, after watching it, you might sell me on this being the best Okada Omega match of the trilogy. Look... I'm telling you, it gets slept on because it didn't have the high stakes of the other ones. It was just a G1 block match. Granted, it was the B block final, but it was just a, a block match. It wasn't even the, the G1 final. Um, but And then Omega look. would go on and lose to Naito that time. I yes, to a match, which you could even argue was better than the one we just watched. Yeah, Omega, that I, Omega Naito final final is is out is one of my favorite matches of all time, and that's one I have <laughs> never ever seen. So maybe down well, the road, back know. to back, <laughs> back to back Omega Okada, and then Omega Naito, dude. Oh my god, I get a heart attack watching that. And I've <laughs> <laughs> and I know who wins both of those matches, but um, mm -hmm. uh, clearly I didn't know who won that match because I thought it was the 2016 tie. But Taylor, what are your thoughts on a rewatch? I mean, hey, it holds up over time. It holds up over time, and it rem reminds me of the 
the good old days of New Japan with Omega and Okada and the Bucks and four pre AEW when the Bullet Club at its peak. a lot of a lot of the talent that drew especially American fans over there uh, did end up leaving. Um, yeah. And they've they've struggled in a sense to to find people to fill those gaps. I think um, they put a lot of faith in Will Osprey, who obviously because of his um, how do we say? Yeah, what's a good attitudes, way to put this? His attitudes that have yeah. come out yeah. over time, especially during the speaking out movement, mm-hmm. um, not well liked, and for good reason because yeah. he's a dick. Yep. Um, that's all we got to say and, about that, yeah. Yeah, and so it's it's hard for them to to now reestablish that. Um, yeah, that. dude, especially with COVID, dude. That's a killer for an international market, especially mm-hmm. with New Japan. Like, I, 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 I'm glad they're doing well still, and, like, you know, they've had a good year. Like, Naito and Evil was a great feud that I actually kind of got to watch and got to invest myself in. So I'm glad they're like still finding their footing and of course running shows during Corona and having people there, especially with a mask wearing like all the credit to new Japan and all the effort they're putting on. But, um, yeah, dude, I said it during the match at least four different times. This hits different, man. Like Mm -hmm. it takes me back. It takes me back to the days when like, as you said, you would stay up, or wake up at 3 a.m. and watch Dominion or Wrestle Kingdom or the G1. And those were better days, frankly, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. So so uh, we hope you all enjoy this episode of the regular wrestling review. A little bit of a rough start, but we ended up watching the match that we planned to eventually. Taylor, tell the people what you got going on where they can find you. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, two different accounts. First, you have at ECCWGM. That's where you can see all of the match announcements I make for ECCW. And hopefully as we move forward into 2021 and hopefully a, a post-COVID world, you'll see me a lot more active on that. Uh, but yeah. for day-to-day, uh, make sure to follow me at Tay Redacted. Hell yeah, man. Make sure you give ECCW a follow at X Elite Combat X. And, you know, head over to the YouTube channel Elite Combat Championship Wrestling. More promos coming up. More episodes of the regular wrestling review where you can find this. Once again, we'd like to thank Vision Dent Repair and Elite Combat Championship Wrestling. For the GM, Taylor Yates, I'm the music director, Andrew Dulles. We're just two normal guys reviewing wrestling in a normal way. This is the regular wrestling review. And until next time... In the words of the new AEW World Heavyweight Champion, goodbye and good night.